even though you think you're young, you're not, and maybe you're not so super familiar in the industry. Maybe you've never been here before. You don't know much about policy. It was very much that your opinion still matters and your voice matters and to use your voice however you can to influence policy. So I think I found leaving each of the mixers, I was kind of, you know, motivated to, um, to create change and do things like that. So I was always like, you know what, I, you know, I could be the prime minister, you know, or I could be the deputy minister. I could be all Welcome to the 1834 Talks podcast, an exciting podcast created on behalf of the 1834 Foundation and Operation Black Vote Canada. My name is Ebenezer Bellini. By day, I'm a policy analyst at Natural Resources Canada. And by night, I'm a policy coordinator with the 1834 Fellowship, which is one of many incredible programs offered by the newly established 1834 Foundation. Here's a little background about the 1834 Foundation. The 1834 Foundation started off with the 1834 Fellowship. The fellowship was named in honor of the year that that the Slavery Abolition Act came into effect in the land now known as Canada. The 1834 Fellowship seeks out 20 high potential Canadian black youth every year who wish to enter or increase their capacity for civic leadership roles and support them in their skills and career development. This has led to other initiatives, notably the 1834 debates and 1834 global programs. These programs allow Black youth to connect with other like-minded youth and learn through mentorship from professionals in the field of public policy. In our highly anticipated eighth episode, we're thrilled to bring you insights from four exceptional 1834 fellows who were integral members of our fourth cohort. Hailing from three distinct Canadian provinces, these fellows boast diverse backgrounds, providing a rich tapestry of perspectives that they're going to bring to today's episode. Get ready to immerse yourself in their fresh and enlightening viewpoints as they share their captivating experiences in the 1834 Fellowship. Okay, guests, thank you so much for joining us for today's podcast. I'd first like to get things started off um, with you introducing yourself, give us a better sense of your background and where you're currently at in life or what area in public policy do you currently work in? Let's start with Kaya. Hello, everyone. So right now I work um, as a program lead for a nonprofit here in Edmonton. And what I do is kind of involved in public policy. So we really help to get young people and specifically Black youth involved in um, public policy in the city of Edmonton. So getting them on advisory boards, um, getting them, you know, in different um, nonprofit boards, just learning how decision-making processes work and getting them leadership training. So I do that. And I'm also a master of psychology student. So I'm pursuing my master's right now to one day become maybe your psychologist. Excellent. Thank you so much for that introduction. The next person on the list is Erica. 
Hi, everyone. My name is Erica. Um, I was part of the fourth cohort of the 1834 Fellowship. Um, I currently work at IRCC, so that's Immigration, Refugees, and Citizenship Canada. Um, and I work as a junior policy analyst on the Asylum Policy Branch, um, which is super, super cool work. Um, before I started that position, I also did a bit of work in the minister's office. So I worked in Minister Duclos' office when he was previously at um, um, Health Canada, um, and I worked on parliamentary affairs. So I've kind of tackled policy from a bit of like the political side and also like the public service side which is pretty 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 distinct and you'll learn that like as you go through the fellowship um so it's definitely something interesting to see um besides work I'm currently a second year master's student at Carleton University um and I'm doing my master's in public policy and administration um please pray for me I have one semester left and I'm just trying to make it to the end um but yeah that's a bit about me thank you so much Erica Next, we have El Shaddai. Well, thanks so much for having us, Ebenezer. Uh, my name is El Shaddai. I am from Manitoba, Winnipeg, Manitoba. I uh, recently graduated this spring um, with a major in political studies and a minor in philosophy. During my time uh, in my undergraduate studies, I helped co-found and was the co-chair of a Black student group that focused on networking opportunities for Black students that might not have those same generational ties as our counterparts do. Um, I was also a uh, RISE ambassador with Apathy is Boring. Currently, I work at the Manitoba Legislative Building as an intern for the NDP caucus. So it's a new opportunity for me to kind of engage in policy in a way that I didn't before. You know, it's definitely different reading about policy and textbooks and actually doing it and writing on behalf of ministers and, and MLAs. So it's kind of the new venture that I'm in right now and I'm having a really good time. Next is Nathaniel. Well, hello, everyone. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, my name is Nathaniel, or for short, Natu. Um, I guess at the time of this recording, I'm about a month away from finishing the Masters of Arts Policy Studies program at the University of Alberta. Um, and, and through that program, uh, we had the opportunity to be placed in an internship, which I'm currently finishing up. Um, and I work for the Privy Council's Office in Intergovernmental Affairs, and more specifically uh, in bilateral relations, um, covering prairie provinces. So kind of doing um, intergovernmental affairs uh, between the federal government and, and the prairies. Awesome. Well, as the policy coordinator for the 1834 Fellowship, I had the pleasure of seeing all four of these fantastic fellows progress throughout the six, seven month time frame that we run this program. And I am so incredibly proud of all of them. The next question is going to be about our mixer. So when you get accepted into this program, you are automatically entered into the virtual world of 1834 mixers where we bring in Black policy practitioners from all across Canada, working at multiple levels of government, municipally, provincially, and federally, who come and talk about their experiences in whatever area of policy that they might be working in. So the first question we have is, who was your favorite speaker during our virtual mixers? And do you recall something that a speaker said that really resonated with you? So I'm going to give this question to Erica, and then we're going to go to El Shaddai. So I think um, my favorite speaker or speakers, it was um, two speakers. It was Kema Joseph and Brian Dechu, both from Crestview Strategy. 
um, they were probably my favorite just because coming from the policy space, I've had a bit of exposure already um, to like, I guess, like policy in the government. But I think their presentation kind of opened my eyes that there are ways to work in policy outside of government, be that like adjacent. So they do government relations, which is lobbying. So essentially, you're working on behalf of private actors, be that a corporation or clients to kind of advocate towards the government to have your perspectives included into whatever policy they're drafting. Um, and that's something that very appealed to me. As someone who's like still finishing up school, I don't know where I want to work. I don't know if I want to go to the public service, if I want to stay in politics, just having to just knowing that I have more options in front of me. That was something that was really, really helpful to me. And I found really, really beneficial. Um, I don't have one specific thing that I think was my favorite thing that they said, but I think in general, from what I got from all the speakers, there was overall theme of like, use your voice. It's like, they're very much advocating that we're young people, even though you think you're young, you're not, and maybe you're not too, super familiar in the industry. Maybe you've never been here before. You don't know much about policy. It was very much to that your opinion still matters and your voice matters and to use your voice however you can to influence policy. So I think I found leaving each of the mixers, I was kind of, you know, motivated to um to create change and do things like that. So I was always like, you know what? I, you know, I could be the prime minister, you know, or I could be the deputy minister. I could do all kinds of things. Um, so I just really appreciated how all the speakers who came were very like motivational and they seemed to really be pushing for like our development and for us to like be the best you know policy analysts or be the best you know policy professionals that we could be awesome thank you so much um but, but now we'd love to get El Shaddai's perspective on the mixers so one of my favorite speakers that we had during the 1834 fellowships uh conferences and meetings was Amber Morley who's the deputy uh, mayor of Toronto um it was just really inspiring to me seeing someone who is relatively young, a Black woman, um, and those are kind of things that I identify with as well, being so prominent within politics and also just being her authentic self within politics. Um, I remember during our mixer, one of the questions that I asked her was about balancing like authenticity in, in professionalism. And she just mentioned that it's less so about you know, um, trying to fit into a mold or conforming to what is expected of you, but instead finding people who accept you for who you are and surrounding yourself with those types of people who help you flourish. And, you know, the, the politics that you started in maintaining that and being true to yourself in that sense. Um, and as someone who's just starting in politics straight from undergrad, that was like really incredible advice for me and really helped me better understand who I can be in politics and what roles I can take. Awesome. Um, and so essentially, when you're in this program, you do online mixers, you do a research project in group settings, and then you get paired with a mentor. So there's a formal mentorship program where we recruit around 20 very high profile um, Black policy practitioners who work in industries and sectors and government departments from all across Canada. And we match them with a fellow who has some similar interests or maybe different interests. And so this program really helps our fellows to get a better understanding of how policy works in various settings, provides them with someone who can support them uh, professionally, academically, socially, in whatever aspect that the fellows are seeking. And so my question to, we'll start with Natu, was who is your mentor? 
and uh, what was their background or profession? Um, how is your relationship as a mentee and a mentor? And what's one thing that you learned from your mentor or what's, you know, one piece of advice that your mentor gave you that you, that really resonated with you till this day? For sure. And I'd like to first take a second to, I don't know, shout out Nanzo Mora, the, the 1834 fellowship, uh, mentorship coordinator and her pull. I don't know how she, she paired us, but like, she was amazing. Uh, so my mentor was uh, Calgary city counselor, Courtney Walcott. And my relationship with Councillor Walcott was like really, really phenomenal. Um, he's and one thing I asked in my my uh, mentorship feedback form was to have someone that will tell it to me how it is. I just want someone that's open and honest. And I got that tenfold with with Councillor Walcott. He's definitely a real one. Um, he was constantly challenging me, and and I'm kind of really grateful for that because again, he's telling me telling it to me uh, how it is and not necessarily how I wanted to hear it. And uh, I think one of the best piece of, pieces of advice or one thing that he taught me was um, like being a genuine uh, communicator or an authentic one. Um, I think oftentimes, especially as, as young black folks, we kind of overthink how we need to communicate. Um, code switching is an art, but I don't know, with, with uh, Counselor Walcott, it, it seemed to flow very naturally. And I learned a lot from his communication style. And he was actually a guest speaker at one of our mixers on on uh, political communication. So uh, really grateful to, to have that relationship with him. And again, shout out to Nanso for, for making that happen for me. Where are my manners not acknowledging the queen behind the mentorship program? <laughs> yes, Nanso Mora is our mentorship coordinator and she does the fantastic job of pairing each of our fellows with an incredible mentor every year. Um, and now I'm going to pass the mic to El Shaddai to talk about her experience with her mentor. Um, just highlight a little bit more about the relationship that you had with them and what's one piece of advice that you took away. So my mentor was Brian Detu, who is currently the executive director of the Canadian Chamber of Commerce. But when I started the uh, fellowship, he was a government relations consultant with Crestview Strategy. Um, he was so accommodating to me um, and my nerves getting into a mentorship program. Um, I voiced this pretty early on in the fellowship that I struggled at times with a non-reciprocal relationship. Like I didn't know what I could provide him because he was providing me with so much knowledge. Um, and I even at, in the beginning of the mentorship got on the phone with Nanso and was like, what do I do? I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what I can, what I can offer him for his time. Um, and she helped really put my mind to ease. So I will also give big shout outs to Nanso, but uh, during that entire process of getting to know my mentor, who was there for me all the time, was always like ready to pick up the phone whenever I needed him or answer a text whenever I needed him. He really helped me better understand how to navigate being in a professional field as opposed to like academics. I think I got very used to um, being at school and not necessarily knowing how to navigate this new kind of terrain that I was in. And he, with all of his incredible experience, was really able to ease my mind about that, but also kind of pushed me a little bit to to explore new things and try to put myself out there more in a professional manner. Um, 
And I think one of the biggest things that he's kind of helped instill in me is the power of building a network. Um, that's something that we've kind of stressed quite a bit in our meetings is, is learning kind of how to, yeah, communicate with people, maintain those relationships, um, and not necessarily need anything from those relationships, but just having those types of people around you, people who kind of have similar interests as you. And naturally, you know, when something comes up, they might want to come and pull you into it, or if something comes up for you, you might want to go and pull them into it. So I think building a network is definitely one of the biggest takeaways that I got from our meetings, but everything that he said was like gold. So very, very grateful to have had him. Awesome. And huge shout out to Brian for being both a mentor, but being someone that we pulled into our mixers very often. For our last question, I'd like you all to give one piece of advice to the potential young Black Canadian youth who might be interested in applying for the fifth cohort of the 1834 Fellowship. What advice would you give to them um, as a means of encouraging them to put their name forward to join this program? Nathaniel, and then I pass the mic to you. Yeah, for sure. I think the the thing that surprised me the most was um, meeting the fellows from across the country with such diverse backgrounds, and also meeting uh, alumni of the program. Like everyone uh, is really killing it in their their respective fields, and I I truly find that inspiring. So my advice to you would be to apply now and ask questions later. Um, since I've actually gotten home from the conference, I've been telling people nonstop that 1834 is the way. Uh, I actually remember listening to the first uh, episode of this this podcast um, where it was said that uh, like when people hear 1834 in the future, um, they're going to be like, wow, yo, that's like that's serious. Oh, no, that's that's it. That's it. So. I, I say all of that to say I share the same vision and I, I truly hope that the to the people listening that you don't miss out on the, the wonderful opportunity. Um, yeah, I would say the same. Like I obviously I come from a health background. And so to me, I was not thinking that, OK, this is this has anything to do with me. But policy has everything to do with everyone everywhere at all times. <laughs> like nothing exists without policy. Right. So I don't care if you're in sports med, if you're in agriculture, whatever you're in if like apply because whatever you're doing you have the ability and the impact to um, make change and to impact policy um and yeah kind of like what um Nathaniel said like it was just so great to see you know my fellow um fellows <laughs> there but also just to see coming from Alberta you know you don't see many black people in these spaces in government so I was actually crying by the end of the um, reception of the conference because it was just so heartwarming just to see um, Black people in, you know, executive positions. And it was just like, it was a norm. So we need you there. We all want you there. We'll support you to get there. So apply. Okay. Um, let's do Erica. Um, I think my piece of advice would be to just do it. <laughs> I think me going into it, I was kind of, I had known about the fellowship. I was hesitant to, to apply because I was like, oh, this is so prestigious. I don't have enough experience. I don't know if I have the knowledge or the skills or, you know, the relevant experiences to be able to like, actually like 
be been a, uh, to be considered for the fellowship. Um, but after talking to a lot of people, um, I think just the best idea is to just do it. I think a lot of people come from diverse backgrounds. So maybe if you've never worked in policy, you don't even know what public policy is, you can still apply for the fellowship and you can still get a wealth of knowledge out of it. Um, and your perspective from whatever your background you come from is still going to be valuable and it will still contribute to whatever you and your group end up working on. Perfect. And last but not least, Al Shaddai. I worry it might be a bit redundant, but I echo everything that's been said. Um, I know for me, I was pretty last minute in my application because I was really like, oh, I'm not sure if I'll get in or I'm not really sure about the commitment. It's a pretty long program, like what, six, seven month program. I wasn't really sure you know, what I was getting myself into um, and if I would even get to be part of it. So I echo what has already been said and that you should just apply, even if you're worried about not, you know, being up to par. And I put that in quotations because you are um, every single person who's applied. Um, they bring something to the table that's unique to them. And we need different perspectives in politics. We need different perspectives in policy. So your perspective matters. And I hope that, you know, you build the communities that we've gotten to build um, and make those connections of a lifetime. So I would highly, highly recommend applying and also keeping up with 1834 on the socials, direct plug. Thank you, Al Shaddai. That is very important. You can find us at 1834 Fellowship on Instagram, Twitter, and 1834 Foundation on LinkedIn. So thank you very much, fellows, for joining me today for this exciting episode on your experience in the 1834 Fellowship. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. If you are a Black Canadian youth from the age of 18 to 25 in any Canadian province across Canada, and you're passionate about public policy, this is your opportunity to make your mark on Canada and to join one of the largest networks of Black change makers, leaders, scholars, geniuses who are going to transform the face of public policy in Canada. And so if you would like to put your name forward, please um, go on our website, www.1834foundation.ca, where you can find the link to apply for cohort five of this fellowship. Thank you for listening to the 1834 Talks podcast. It was a pleasure to host our guests today, Erica, El Shaddai, Nathaniel, and Kaya, who shared with us their experiences about being a Cohort 4 Fellow in the 1834 Fellowship Program. It is still not late to submit your application to be a part of our fifth cohort of the 1834 Fellowship as deadlines are approaching on January 31st, 2024. To start your application, head over to our website at www.1834foundation.ca. Thank you.